1: Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. With Shopify POS, you can accept credit cards, mobile payments, and every other major payment method, all with low fees and transparent pricing, starting on day one. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash MLB podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash MLB podcast to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash MLB podcast.
0: It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero diy experience in less than 10 minutes save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an ac pro recharge kit today be a pro with ac pro roxo media house jeff wilson started covering the texas rangers in 2008 though he'll never forget 2021 out on his own he decided it was time to do a podcast but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along there's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, and
2: welcome to the Rangers Today baseball podcast. This is episode number 56. Today? Today? right-handed pitcher former right-handed pitcher colby lewis special assistant to the general manager he's going to come in studio guys he's going to be talking to us here shortly but first we do need to go big leagues talk about what's going on Reminder: well you know what it's going to be too late by the time they hear this do it for durettes tonight but that's that's going to be over with by the time this all gets out yeah. but, but you uh, can
3: still donate to absolutely at, at do it for dirt.com
2: absolutely yep. you can go on there and still donate even though uh that's already going to be going um Big leagues. Uh, there's nothing. Season's over. Playoffs started. Um, manager search. Yeah, you know. It, it, it We know Beasley's interviewed.
3: Right. No, there were definitely interviews this week. You know, I we we were trying to line up. I was trying to line up another guest who was unable to uh, participate because he had some work to do. And so, uh, okay. yeah, so, so they're, they're getting, they're getting to we'll it. talk about that off air. <laughs> and then, uh, um, uh, you know, Martin Perez's agent was, was scheduled to meet with Chris Young. So, uh, there's, there's, you know, things, things happening. Um, not a lot of news has been reported, you know, last two coaching searches, um, managerial searches, sorry, yeah. they, the, the team would, uh, announce in bulk the, the people who had interviewed, either a certain week or after a certain round. I um, haven't had that announcement yet. And, you know, knowing the Rangers is going to come at five o'clock tonight while well, I'm trying to set up, do it for Durrett, but <laughs> that's all right. Um, so anyway. So you think some people were
2: probably at least talked to this week? Sure. Yeah. I, w- I mean, I there's would, no way be, they weren't. Yeah.
3: I'd be shocked if there if there wasn't. That'd be some serious foot dragging. You know, the White Sox have, have a managerial opening. Uh, so do the the Marlins. Um, those three so, to start. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, those are, those are three jobs you know the angels stayed with with phil nevin the phillies stayed with rob thompson i'm assuming the blue jays well i don't know about the blue jays you haven't heard if they're going to stick with their interim or not but um there are there are jobs to be had and it's a competitive market and, and, and so you need to get out there and 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 uh, put your best foot forward if you know to get the guy you want to get
1: yeah,
2: there is a new guy in charge so we yeah. we're, we're hoping he's on top of it which i'm assuming he yeah. is but again the rangers have always done this though they play so close to the vest they just do not put anything out yeah. until they're ready to put something out
3: well and and you know teams for their for the most part don't do that um but you know things get leaked Right. And, and that's bound to happen. And hopefully it happens to me here at some point, you know, this, this, <laughs> I'd, I'd really like to know too. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, not a lot of, not a lot of messages being returned so far, but that's fine. Um, we got a lot of fish to fry anyway too. So, uh but yeah, so, you know, so well, that's the big hire you know, the, I don't care. What anybody says the biggest acquisition of the Rangers offseat is in, is the manager. I don't care who they sign. The biggest one is the manager so that you know you take care of that he puts his stamp on the club sends it in the direction or joins in with chris young on the direction they want it to go absolutely you know gets the pitching coach in place that's another hire uh that'll probably be a little later i would imagine the manager's going to have a say in that one um but pitching coaches is, is our pitching coach a big deal but manager is the big deal before we can before we can talk to about Jacob DeGrom or yeah, well, you know Justin Verlander just or Carlos Rodon you know we have to we have to talk about the um, manager search the manager, And search.
2: and you know what look there's a couple of little rumors came out yesterday one guy that you and I both would love to see the Rangers hire interviewed with the White Sox or they have spoken uh, and that was Ron Washington along with Joe Spada, who is the bench Astros coach Miss for Chris. the Astros who seems to his name seems to pop up every year it yeah, popped, popped up, up last time yeah, yeah. Uh, with Chris Young so that's another name. Oh, we know-
3: the Royals also have an opening. The Royals that's are right. another team with an opening.
2: So the, yeah, so there is a lot of places to go here um yeah. and, and do that. So maybe we'll I, I know this isn't gonna drag out past October for sure. So it's probably something's gonna happen here in the next week or two, you'd have to assume.
3: You'd have to assume. They
2: yeah. gotta get that in place. I mean yeah,
3: it just depends, you know, if, if the guy they wanna interview is with or you wanna hire is is playing for a is coaching for a playoff team. Yeah, you got to let that play out. Sure. That's you know and that's what happened with Chris Woodward. Right, um, you know he went all the way to the World Series with the with the Dodgers, and it started picking up right there. I can't remember the timeline if they interviewed him during the World Series or if it was between the ALCS or the NLCS and World Series, but they talked to him on the phone first. Then they they met with him, <clears> and you know right. hired him after the World Series ended.
2: And and I'm sure that Chris Chris probably has one or two guys he's really interested in, I would imagine. I mean, sure. And other people blow you away. Look, they said that that's happened before. I think Ron Washington was a name they were just interviewing at the time and he really kind of caught their attention Mm. uh, with John Daniels and kind of won him over and ended up being a good hire. So there's different guys that could surprise you. You probably got names out there, but we got to get into free agency and just at least talk about it. Look, none of this is going to really kick in till after the World Series, which is going to end. Is that in the first week of November or is that? I don't know. I've got to look at it. Everything's a little bit, ba- you know. We Everything's got- backed up a little bit. Just yeah, a little bit. Th- I think bit. we so, go to November this year, though. Look, everyone's talking about free agent pitching. You've got Jacob DeGrom up there. Yeah. Is that a reality? Uh, I mean, I guess it's a
3: reality. I I don't know. It's realistic, uh, I guess. I mean, could. you know, he, I, uh, he's great, right? He is. He's phenomenal. He's won two Cy Young Awards, um, you know, the, the, those seasons that he had. Where he, you know, I remembered the you know wins and losses. He didn't have a ton of wins. He was barely above 500 each year. But right, um, just the just the other numbers were just so unbelievable that that he had to be voted the the Cy Young winner. And he's great. His career RA is 252. Yeah, I mean it's phenomenal. I mean, right. he, you know, he, he had a 308 ERA this year, and that's that was on the high side for yeah. him when you look at his career numbers. The problem, of course, is that he he hasn't stayed healthy. You know, he 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 did stay healthy. He he pitched a full season in 2020. What was a full season? He made right. 12 starts in the 60 game season. Right. Since then, though, it's 15, and this year is 11. Right. You know, and and it's it's dominant when it's there. He he is a little older. He's not a young man. See so mid 30s, 34. He's he's in his 30s, right. and so how much do you want to? How long of it? How long is the deal? How certain are you that he's going to be able to fulfill the terms of the contract? And then do you want to get into a bidding war with the Mets? Because I think that, you know, when you're when you're talking about a pitcher of his caliber. Right. You only have a certain number of teams that can play at that level.
2: Right. And the Rangers can uh, play at that level. Do you want to play at that level?
3: Right. That's the situation. Right. And and you know, if, if it's like a Scherzer deal, you know, three and hundred and forty million or whatever it was, you know, that eh, that's and that's that's stretching that's stretching the wall it's a short-term deal but
2: it's a lot of money for a short that's a term. Lot, and
3: it's a lot of money for a guy who's made 26 starts the last two seasons sure. so um i don't know but you know you kind of look at the other marquee guys i think Ver- verlander has a player option with with uh, the astros that people expect him to opt out of well shit he's 40 you know he's he's not a young man well, so you know I, I mean but he was board. unbelievable this year he yeah. was fantastic so but what's his deal look like You'd, you know He's older than Scherzer was last year. So do you base it on uh, Scherzer? Is it is it a new structure? How how long, you know? Do you want to give that kind of money to a guy who's who's that old? Know, it, honestly, it's, it's not unlike kind of the situation that the Rangers found themselves in with Nolan Ryan. You know, right. They, when they signed Nolan Ryan, he was forty one. Right. And uh, and you know
2: that was purely a. Draw. They were just trying to draw people in. I mean, Uh I was a fan back then. You weren't here. I'm telling you, that was to get butts in the seats every fifth game, and to do that. And then what he ended up accomplishing over the next four or five years was just flat out amazing. Right. You don't see guys going. There. There are no Tom Bradys that pitch till they're 45. Well, what's his name? Bartolo Colon did it, (laughs) but at that level. At that level, right.
3: So, I mean, is Justin Verlander? could be is that just they're firm, kind of
2: the it? same he th- throws upper 90s he he is he's aggressive at the he's not afraid to back people off he's aggressive when he pitches yeah. um it's a matter of just had the one really unhealthy year where he was hurt here We he had
3: tommy year. john yeah last year last year right okay yeah.
2: so i mean that, that that's basically it but i don't know if you blow that i, I mean a 41 year old that for me I just think there's younger guys to go for. I'm a fan of, I, I keep doing this. I mean, every year I tend to go to Japan and look overseas. Yeah. I'm a Koday Singa guy. I, I kind of think that's, I think that is a, to go along with the frontline starter and getting Martin Perez, that's a guy that could be somewhat affordable. He's going to get more money than a lot of them. And look, he's not going to put up the numbers he's putting in Japan yeah. here, but if he's a mid threes ERA um, and he starts 25 games and he gives you that uh, the guy throws 100 miles an hour. He's got a devastating fork ball that they have, have just seen videos of. But those hitters there aren't the same as him. Right. And right. You, we've seen what happened with the when they went with what's his name that just. Uh, Arihara. Yeah. yeah. Arihara's not the same deal. Right. Arihara's older. This guy's just 29, 30 years old. Um, I like him. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he could be somebody that I don't think he'll get as much as uh, Suzuki, who I was all over last year.
3: <laughs> yeah. He ain't going to get that kind of money. I don't know. You know, um, I actually wrote about this uh, Monday or Sunday for a, a Japan newspaper. You know, they wanted to like because <clears throat> Darvish is in the playoffs and Darvish is still a huge deal in Japan, and they sure. wanted me to write about my experiences with Darvish and you know how, why he's been successful. When you, when you kind of look at the the Jap- the pitchers who've come from Japan have been successful. They've had one either bastard of a pitch or they've been a power pitcher. Right. And Darvish is both. Right. And so I, I think he's been the the most successful. You can look at Hideo Nomo. Nomo never really had a long eater Shohei has not had the success. Shohei hasn't, hasn't had the dura, the durability, the longevity. Right. Yeah, he's been hurt. <clears throat> I mean, this is, but his this, is is this is Darvish's 10th season. Sure. Um, <clears throat> 11, if you include the, the Tommy John year. I mean, this guy's been right. here a long time. Uh, but, you know... Uh, Matsu Matsu uh Matsusaka with uh, uh, Daisuke. Yeah, Daisuke didn't, la- didn't last long. Right. Um, uh, with, the, with the Mets, uh, T- Tanaka, he had the great, great uh, split. But uh, when they changed the ball in 2019, it, it affected him and he went back to Japan. Uh, Hiroki Kuroda with, with uh, the Mariners was kind of a, a junk baller. He finished third in the 2013 Cy Young. What did
2: Kikuchi do this year?
3: Behind uh, Kikuchi pitching uh, Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think he pitched in the playoffs. They only had two games, but um, he, he wasn't great. I mean, we are not talking about him, but um, he was a left hander. Yeah. Anyway, you got to have some power or just a devastating pitch that nobody can hit. And, and there are three guys really from Japan this year who could potentially come, come over and uh, uh, they, they all throw hard. One of them has a terrific slider. So it's kind of interesting. It, and it wouldn't su- surprise me at all if the rangers landed in one of the three and and i think i think senga um doesn't is a free agent so yeah, he, yeah. he, he no, doesn't he, need a post there won't be a posting i process. just read about this so
2: senga actually signed a five year deal last year with his team but he had a one year opt out okay so he can opt out total free agent cuz you and in japan you have to be there 10 mm-hmm. years or they have to post you so he's been there since he was 19 or 20 he's now 29 30 he signed a five-year deal last year with a one year opt-out. Everyone expects him to opt out and come mm-hmm. to the United States. Um, my understanding is he is the best pitcher in Japan. Um, but there there is a young guy over there who threw a perfect game. I don't think <laughs> Sasaki.
3: He, yeah, he's too young. He's, he's too young. He's he, a he long, almost threw back to back perfect game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: But he's not coming back. He's not coming over yet.
3: Right, um, I don't think right. no. his
2: team's going to let him go
3: yet. No, no, maybe back in the Darvish days when you had to post and pay a ton for yes the posting, then maybe then maybe it was possible. But now, now most of the like team 20. could get twenty or twenty five, so yeah, something
2: like that. It's and,
3: not, it's just not going to you know, happen.
2: And Kobe Lewis will be here. He was a
3: Japanese pitcher. We could talk. We can talk <laughs> to Kobe Lewis about it. That's <laughs> right or
2: what the atmosphere is like over there. Okay, so so who else? So we've got the grown we've talked about. Who's more Verlander, realistic? Who do you think?
3: I don't know. You know. Rodon is he going to opt out? Y- you'd think, but he's got blemishes too. You know, I sure. mean, and, but now there is risk with every free agent signing, every exactly. draft choice. There's risk. Absolutely. I mean, there's risk is an inherent part of this, and you know, you can insure the contracts and all that stuff, but um, I, I just, I there's not like a, a shining guy just floating out there that everybody wants. You know, right. There's, there's like not a Garrett Cole this year. And, yeah. And so I, I don't know, you know, and again, the Rangers have had a ton of success with the, the mid-tier guys. Right. You know, and we, talk no, about you're we, exactly right. we talked about it last time, you know, Mike Miner, Lance Lynn, uh, Kyle Gibson, Martin Perez Martin this they So uh, they've, they've been able to identify a lot of good value and guys who've turned into pretty good stuff. So um, that wouldn't surprise me either. Maybe they get one like that. Maybe they, they aim high, shoot for the moon. If that doesn't work, maybe they pursue trades. You know, you see the Shane Bieber and the the, the, the what, Pablo Lopez from the Marlins who had, right. had two years of control left, you know. But he, then what what do those deals look like, you know? He
2: struggled in the second half. Pablo he did. Lopez did struggle. Yeah, so. so
3: anyway, a, well, lot, here, a lot of unknowns, but here's those, my those are the names.
2: To, and I know uh, Texas Ranger fans – are just expecting Ray Davis? You need to open your checkbook and just just <laughs> yeah. go get uh, Degrom, Verlander, and Rodon. That's what they're expecting. That's not the way it works. But I will say this: one thing I'm not oh, worried Kershaw. about.
3: Kershaw, we got to remember Kershaw. Like, yeah. That's hey, it. He's got to be out there. Yeah,
2: I think on Kershaw, if they were to win the World Series, it would be more likely he might give a try to come here and pitch for a little bit. Um, but he also is—he's a big fan of staying somewhere till the end of his career. But it's whether the Dodgers really want to well, yeah. where's their money going? Towards Kershaw? Are they gonna to try to keep Trey Turner? I mean, what's you know, what are they gonna do?
3: I mean, how how you know the 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 thought was, well, he's got a fourth kid now. Yeah. You know, he likes staying at home, he likes seeing these guys lives in Dallas. Yeah, you know, yeah, lives in Dallas. I mean, what what you know, what if what if it was just a terrible year at home for his wife? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, God, I wish you would have yeah. sat at the Rangers. Yeah you know i i think he's just always going to pitch for the dodgers i think he believes in his legacy and i think he likes the idea of pitching for one team so that's and i think if but, the really, really to good, but, but the dodgers have to but he was really good this year yeah. and and i think that um that's just going to be kind of like a thing with the rangers and beltray at the end you know just keep re-signing him for one or two years until he's had enough
2: yeah it, it, I, we could totally see that too yeah. one thing i'm one thing i'm confident in where the Rangers have not been in a long time, is you can sign two or three of these guys or trade, you know, three new pitchers, let's add, let's add Martin, two other pitchers to this rotation. Uh, that puts you at four deep with competition for the fifth spot. And after that, for the first time ever, you have a little depth there of guys that can fill in if someone goes down for a month. Yeah, You've got some guys, even Cole Wynn, who had a bad year, but you've got Leiter, you've got <sighs> yeah. Rocker. You've got guys that are sitting there, that it's not the worst thing in the world if they step up and are lights out. And well, then, and, and, and it's the first, look, you've got Dunning, you've got Otto, you've got Reagan's, guys, yeah. you've got it there at the AAA level. Zach Kent, if he's not moved it somewhere, yeah. I mean, you've got guys.
3: Well, and, you know, that's another thing. How how do the Rangers want to give out a six-year contract to a bunch of pitchers Sure, and fill up the rotation? You know, because – they do want to develop their own starting pitch. Sure. And they have guys who they think can pitch in the major leagues. And to be a financially solvent team.
2: You gotta have cheap
3: pitching. You gotta <laughs> you gotta have that. You just you know, unless you wanna be like uh Steve Cohen in, in New York and just pay don't, the luxury don't tax. care about the luxury tax and just pay, pay, pay.
2: The, the Dodgers are doing the same yeah. thing. And
3: that's fine, you know, if, if that's they if that's what they want to do. But it sounds like the Ranger Ray Davis, I know, does not believe in that. He wants homegrown talent, so yep, that's another that's another aspect. You know, so Degrom would be a short deal, Verlander would be a short deal, Kershaw would be a short deal. Rodon probably would not be a shorter deal. So uh, you just you just kind of have to play maybe it one out.
2: longer term. You know, somebody like Sanga probably wouldn't be a real short deal either. You're probably yeah. looking five years at least, yeah, something like right. that. So, but if they're uh,
3: better, you know, you know, the Rangers sacrifice their second and third round draft choices this year because they signed players. Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, who are going to be better than anything they could have drafted. Right. So, you know, if you look at it, if you kind of look <laughs> at those terms, like this guy is going to be better than, than anything we Cole can get, Winn, Yeah. Then you do it. But, uh, you know, I, I just, you yeah, know, there's, it's a big puzzle. <laughs> it's, it's, and, and, and if you re-sign Martin Perez for three years. Sure. You've got Gray and Martin for, th- for three more years.
2: I'm telling you, Martin Perez, if he ends up being your fourth or fifth starter, this is a fantastic rotation. Sure. I mean, because I still believe, I don't care what anyone says, you can say, oh, maybe this was an outlier year. Martin Perez has learned something. He is not going to be a guy, I think, mm. that goes above mid threes in his, in his ERA. He is a guy that is not going to get folded under the tent if someone if he gives up one or two runs in the first inning. Yeah. This is a guy who's mm. matured. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it, he did it all year. I'm sorry, it's not the same pitcher. He is so calm, collected out there. He doesn't get rattled anymore. He used to get yeah. rattled mm-hmm. if he started, you know, he doesn't do it. He just does his stuff and he goes out and he battles. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that, that guy's got to be know. signed cuz all right what about
3: man um, no, yeah, before, we, before we move on who's going to catch these guys okay so the, the 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 one position i think is the most intriguing is catcher <clears throat> because you have jonah heim who who uh, i know he wore down but he really established himself as a front line as major a starter. catcher I mean, uh-huh. it's one year he's got to do it again but <clears throat> um and then you have mitch garver mm-hmm. who was injured when he's Coming healthy, back. he hits a bunch of home runs. He's not as good as Jonah defensively. And then you know I'm, But has
2: said, he likes playing defense. Right,
3: right. But I'm a I'm I'm a big Sam Huff guy. Um, you know, I think the what the Sam Huff you saw the last month or after his last call up was really good. He caught really well. He was mm-hmm. really good behind the plate, he hit well. So I think that the Rangers find themselves in a unique situation where they someone could keep, may
2: be expendable
3: well and they could keep three catchers you know mm-hmm. if, if if three of your nine best hitters are jonah heim mitch garver and, and sam huck they'll you, be in the lineup you gotta you gotta find a way to do it uh it wouldn't be easy of course because you know one of them would have to play first base but geez then you have nate low holy cow yeah who hadn't who had a great year and and looks like he established himself potentially yep. as a as a everyday first baseman so
2: this depends on the it, manager
3: hire, but but I I think Heim is Heim is a guy. Yep. I think there's no question that that he's there. Uh, Garver, do you DH him? You know, DH first base. Do he and Lowe split that? Do you make? Can can Sam Huff then be a, a backup who plays three twice, times three twice, times three a times week? week? Maybe you DH
2: know? also once or
3: sure. So um, when
2: you get an all right-handed lineup in there, and you need Jonah to take a day off, who could bat right-handed? Don't get me wrong, right. but. You could give him the day off and have the other two right-handers. Yeah, in Yeah. So
3: it's it's interesting, interesting position, and um, and they
2: need another bat. So that's a that's a position where it could be it could be added internally. Sure. You know, the bat everyone's uh-uh. talking about could be Josh Young. Everybody's saying we want him well, to. Well, yeah. I, I
3: think they're they're already counting on that, and I think they're counting on Garver coming back and and being health, and being healthy, which is hard to hard to count on. But. Right. You know the the plan A is those two guys being in the middle of the lineup doing stuff, right? You know, but but you know, is could Sam Huff? You know, what, what more does he have to do at A, Really? I mean, he, no, hit, he hit twenty home runs and two hundred and fifty at bats, roughly. I mean, so <laughs> that's pretty good.
2: And when you hit out, when he hits a home run, it's a home run. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, not a lot of
3: wall scrapers out there. With no, Sam no, Huff. he, yeah.
2: yeah, he's, yeah, he's. He's not rubbing paint off the top of the wall at yeah. all. No, he's yeah. he's sticking them up there. Okay, so pretty much at the big league level, we've kind of hit it. I mean, we could talk free agent bats next week. There's all these... Intru- we're going to talk all this every week, I think. Yeah. I mean, we need to get into maybe some trade pitchers. We'll do some homework on that and sure. kind of check into that. But until the manager's hired, we're going to keep talking about that too.
3: Yeah, um, and probably after.
2: Yeah. Right, so get Kobe in here. Let's get Let's Kobe in, and then we'll go down in the bus leagues after okay. that.
3: Okay, that sounds good, good right. to me.
2: Kobe Lewis is next. And joining us right now is former Texas Ranger right-hand pitcher and now special assistant to the general manager, Colby Lewis, has joined us. Colby, thanks so much for coming on, bud.
4: Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure. For sure.
3: Colby, Colby's in town because right. of Do It For Dirt, which uh, they vince tonight. And obviously, you guys aren't going to see this until after uh, tonight. But Colby's a regular. He's, he's been a huge help for Do It For Dirt. And he and Richard got along great. And uh, pretty much ever since first event, you've been you've been around.
4: Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, I, I felt like um, there was definitely a special group of guys that, that was was in the clubhouse that, at that time. And Dur- Richard was uh, um, a big part of that. And I think that's uh, um, why I continue to do things I do, you know, especially with uh, his wife, Kelly, kind of raising the kids and doing all, everything yeah. she possibly can. Oh so mm-hmm. um, I know super hands full, especially after the passing. So uh, but yeah, I mean, it's everybody's came together and it was like a super, super special thing to see like after, after it
3: was, that, yeah, it was. And, um, still is. So, yeah, yeah. 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 But I just, I remember we we were
4: in Oakland and it was yeah, awful
3: yeah. and the, uh, uh, but like the team rallied and raised a lot of money aside from what we did. And I remember Chu, <laughs> Chu telling Leona Spartine Pointing at this thing and saying five, yeah, saying five thousand dollars, yeah, Leo, Leo, <laughs> oh, yeah. get it out, yeah, <coughs> yeah. So you know, but that's great, and yeah, we're still going on, and thanks for being a part of it, but and thanks for uh, dragging yourself out of bed.
4: No, <laughs> no, I, I, I was I went, well, I'm two hours behind, so I actually woke up I my mean, normal time, you know, six thirty. That's what time I usually wake up in the morning at, at home, and so it was eight thirty here. So I mean, that was I was right on schedule. No All right, reason. perfect, <laughs> perfect,
3: yeah, because I texted you at nine thirty. Just yeah. glad I didn't wake. Oh, you
4: up. Oh no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> No late nights. Maybe, maybe tonight though. After the, <laughs> yeah, who knows?
3: So the ball, the, the current Texas Rangers, what do you think of them? How's it, how, how's it been?
4: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just got a lot of, a lot, a lot of things to uh, work out and find the, uh, find the right pieces to kind of get around um, Seeger and Simeon and, and um, Garcia. So, I mean, it's just, just trying to, for me, I mean, I'm still kind of old school. I mean, I, I want guys to get out there and, and try to go more than five innings, you know. Yeah. And, um, but I know that that isn't quite the the way the uh, league and, you know, other teams are doing. Um, it's a lot of analytical now. And so it's fun and strikeout numbers and big situations and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. I mean, if, if, that, if it goes that way, then middle relief guys need to get start to get paid a lot more. So, I, yeah. I mean if you if you're gonna go out and throw hundred and forty innings and make twenty five million dollars a year, um shoot, I, I missed a I missed the league by ten years. You know? so, <laughs> so I may, maybe I get myself back in shape. <laughs> um I can go five. <laughs> that was uh that was that's the that was easy stuff. Um but uh yeah, I think that's the the thing, the main keys that we're just gonna have to find. Um one or two uh guys to get out there and kind of rally the pitching staff and, and uh, get things working in the right direction.
3: You you were teammates with Martin Perez yeah. when he was much younger. Oh, yeah. Did you did you see this coming? What he did this year?
4: Um, I actually, like, I love Martin, and I, I feel like it was, like, he's always had that personality where it, it could be in him, you right. know? And um, I just think that the yeah. older you get, and I kind of felt the same way, is that, like, just the game – just allows yourself to slow down. And I think he realized what he was um, capable of and he went out there and, and just did it this year. You know, I think um, getting back into Texas uniform was super comfortable for him. You know, I don't think there was a lot of pressure on him. A lot of familiar faces. It's kind of the same way I felt when I came back from Japan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he just grew up and just was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to throw my sinker here, but it's going to be for a strike. And I'm going to cut guys in and, and you know, throw his off speed stuff for strikes. And, um, you wind up with almost 200 innings, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Those are the type of guys that, uh, um, you know, in my opinion, I mean, that's me, you know, yeah. is that, uh, I like to see, um, that eat up innings, you know, I mean, Dio says it for perfectly Darren Oliver, you know, he's like, he says when you got a guy that, you know, is going to go seven plus innings, you know, it's a, it's a big relief sitting down there in the bullpen and, uh, knowing that you're not going to have to get up in the fifth or sixth, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. um, it just, uh, yeah, we just need more guys like that, I think.
3: I mean, if you're if if a team is in a stretch of 15 in a row, let's say, and you have four straight starts of five innings or less, both ends
4: it's tax, screwed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, and then uh you roll into another series and everything else and it happens again and um that's why I said, I mean, if it if it continues this way with, the, with with throughout the league, then, you know, I think um those middle relief guys definitely, you know, those 6th, 7th, 8th inning guys need mm. to really start to get paid more, so
3: I mean, Brock Burke had a great year. Right. It seems like Taylor Hearn might be capable of
4: right. two Taylor two, two innings
3: three times a week, let's say.
4: Right. I mean, that's, but
3: you're right. Yeah, give us,
4: you know, I mean, yeah, kind of like um, if he moves into that middle relief role, give us 100 innings out of the pin, you know, something like that. I mean, that would be ideal, you know. Um, yeah. You know, probably 80 to 100 innings out of the pin, um, especially with his stuff. I mean, you can come in and shut the door and from the left hand side and uh, definitely. I mean, I was kind of, I don't know. I I don't want to use the word, Um, I guess, I'm not disappointed. But, like, I I felt like he had a great opportunity this year to really roll it out. And um, it was just kind of on and off and missed it a little bit. Mm -hmm. But, um, Mm -hmm. like, an exceptional young man. man, I really, really enjoy him and um, can be an intricate part. Like, especially, like, if we move him into that. Uh, mental relief type of type of role. So,
3: well, and he's so great in the community. He's oh, from yeah, here. He wants sure. to be here. Yeah. Wants to do great Absolutely. things. So yeah,
4: I mean, he's he needs to be a piece. Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, you don't see a lot of lefties that can do right. ninety
4: seven. Yeah, and when in that when the sliders 80s. when the slider's on, it's a it's a wipeout slider. You know, yeah. and just trying to get him <laughs> to get that more, you know, like being a, from a starter standpoint. I mean, it's trying to get that to be able to be a strike pitch and a wipeout pitch. You know, mm-hmm. and and I think that's where he kind of struggled with it a little bit this year. Um, but I mean, when you know you got to come in for two innings, or you know, two and a third, or whatever it is, you know, yeah. you can come in with your your best stuff and let it rip. You know,
3: so 68 wins, eight more than the ab- abysmal. I've never seen anything like last season. It was just terrible. It felt like sh- showing up this year to the ballpark. It felt like every every night the Rangers had a chance to win. It right. re- really did. Well, and,
4: especially early. I mean, we lost yeah. so many games close. I mean, it was it was. I was yeah. like, golly, can we just squeak out? Like, you know, like it was so many one run, two run games, you know, it was mm-hmm. just, um, it's just, yeah, a couple, you know, um, uh, b- bolder i saying, you know, it's like a couple broken bat singles here or there. Yeah. And next thing you know, we, we got a couple more wins in our belt. Is it,
3: is this seem closer than, than, than people might think closer? I think so. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, and then, um, I, I think, you know, bringing in some different, I mean, we're going to, um, you know some new job openings are going to be opening up and so I think you know putting the, those right uh finding the right people for those roles and um, getting getting guys a lot more comfortable mm-hmm. and I think some of these younger guys that have had the last couple of years should be ready to rock and roll you know this next yeah. year third year fourth year rolling in and have that that more of that comfort level so um yeah I think I think we're definitely turning the page so how do you like Glenn Otto I mean, as a pitcher, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, like, I, I like, the I, guy. yeah, I like him a lot. I mean, I think, I think he is a guy that can go out there and give us a lot of innings and, yeah. and, um, you know, be competitive for us. And that, and I think that's the big thing that I bought. Like I said earlier, it's like, that's the, you want guys that want, want to roll out and throw a lot of strikes, mm-hmm. you know, and keep the walks down and, and um, you know, keep the hitters on their toes. You know I mean? Keep them engaged. You know um, I think that's always been, you know, since the last four or five, five years is that, is the the walk totals has just been outrageous. So yeah, um, is that you know that's one of the things that I always pride myself on. It's like, I mean, if you're gonna get beat, get beat with a single. You know, I mean, I mean, right. I, what was that year that I gave up you know 37 homers or something like that? I don't know twenty 20 something of them were solo shots. You <laughs> right, know? like like if you get beat, you get beat, but you know just don't give up the three run homer after two walks. You know? Right, so that uh, that's 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 where I kind of want to see these you know guys at like you know like early in the game attack guys and make him yeah. earn it you know he he got better
3: because he he had a stretch there and i mean his second half was good but like his last month he cut down the walks right. really it yeah. it sunk in
4: right if, if there was a
3: message sent he got it and right yeah he's a good guy um i remember i remember you you gave up five home runs in a game at Baltimore. Was, yeah, Baltimore. I started
4: off it was, but Homer, it was like Homer, a, Homer. It was like a complete the, yeah. it was a complete game though. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, no, yeah, no, so it was uh I threw I threw seven innings and wind up losing it was six five. That's yeah. And so uh the line was I gave up five homers, one double. It was it was six hits, five homers, one double, um, no walks, twelve punch outs, and I threw um four pitches out of the stretch. That was it. That's, unbelievable. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, like, how, how does that happen? You know? And, yeah. and, and, and through like 102 pitches or mm-hmm. something like that. But I mean, that was my thing is like, like if I, that day, if I missed over the middle, it, it got hit out. Like it was just yeah. crazy. Um, but uh, yeah. So, you, I mean, but still to be able to, for me, like that was my thing is like, so what? I gave up Homer, Homer, Homer to start the game. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's, that's all done. Yeah. They're not getting any more. You know, they got two more after that or three more after that. But I mean, it was like, but there was fast, you know, and to still put yourself in position to go seven innings. Right. And keep the bullpen. Which is valuable. Yeah.
3: And if it's early, you know, four runs in the first, isn't a it? Yeah. No,
4: especially with our team in, in 11. I mean, it was like, gosh, we had, what do we had? Moreland hitting ninth with (laughs) with like, with like 20 homers, you know? So yeah, yeah, we were deadly. So
0: Mm -hmm. yeah.
3: Um, where, what, how do you think of your career?
4: Because it, I mean, it's it's a story, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I feel blessed in a lot of ways, just to be able to like come back from a lot of injuries. And yeah. but my wife always says, "Look, you know, you worked hard to be able to come back from those injuries." So um, I don't know. I think that was instilled for me with my dad. But um, the thing that I kind of like. I feel like I missed on and it was, you know, kind of crummy that, you know, like in 12, you know, my flexor goes out you know? right, and it was going to have another 200 plus in a year, you know? right, And then, um, and that was going to be like a big payday for me, you know? And then, <laughs> and then, and then after, uh, what was it? 14, I throw 210 you're, innings or eight innings or something like that. And then, you're, um, your hip and then, um, and then I come back the next year and then it's, it's my lap, you know? And then, um, you know, and then there's no job offers, you know? So it's like, um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I feel super fortunate and blessed to be able to have seen the things I did. I got to go to Japan, meet great people. Um, you know, JD and, and the staff at the time gave me the opportunity to come back, you know, put myself back in the ranger uniform. And gosh, I mean, out of the seven years I was back, we went to the postseason six years, you know what yeah. I mean? So, um, to have that opportunity was, is I, I really wouldn't change anything. I mean, because I felt like I worked hard every day, mm-hmm. did the mm-hmm. things I needed to do. And it just wasn't my, in my cards to yeah. uh, have the huge payday, you know? But I mean, I'm it, life's good. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> have to, you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> I got a, uh, a great job here with the Rangers and, and um, get to still give back and donate my time a little bit with my local junior college. So, um, yeah, it's just, life's good.
3: My favorite, I don't know, it's it, it probably is my favorite Colby Lewis story. So you guys clinched in Oakland in 10, all right. On a Saturday day game. It just the beer. Well, maybe. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we all kind of let it play out. Let's see what he's player, doing. The players go out and, and, and we're, for, oh, a few of us that, writers yeah, are yeah, fortunate yeah. enough to, to go and, and we're, we're there together, you and your brother and a lot of guys.
4: Oh, this is when we were playing, uh, Oakland. Oh, and we celebrate that night. Right. Yeah. The Next day, Jay, oh. everybody came out. J- everybody, oh, front, front office, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next day, you've got a pitch. We got the C lineup in there. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. You, the whole you A lineup in. was gone. No, I, I, yeah. I don't want
3: to. I don't want to say I. You know, I saw you drink. I'm, I don't know how much because <laughs> I drink a lot too. All right. <laughs> I mean, we
4: we but, clinched the West. I mean, it was, yeah. so, we, so we anyway, you're
3: pitching the next day. Yeah. Day game. It's early. You come in. In the Oakland Clubhouse, it's terrible. But like the training room is right off. Yeah. It was right by your locker. Yeah. You come in and you grabbed a jar of Advil that's about yeah. this size. <laughs> and you just open the lid and just.
4: <laughs> huh. Just four of them. Just four of them. I was about 18. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you, you pound,
3: you drank it. You went out and you went, you tossed six yeah. because you were at.
4: You were approaching need, 200 innings. I needed, I needed like three and a third for 200 innings. And so, if you got yeah. to
3: 200, I think something kicked in. Yeah, but both, you just yeah. went out there, and then afterward, you know, it was a wild game. It was like 21 to eight. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was ridiculous. You guys ended up winning, but afterward, we go in. I, and, I, no, I, I don't, really, I do think I gave up like one run, and then they, but like, they went after yeah, at, yeah. at the end of the game it yeah. went crazy. But um, we go in and we're talking to Wash, and he goes, "Everybody in there." He's looking at what Colby Lewis did today. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a pro. <laughs> anyway, that's my favorite Colby Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. No,
4: it was it was a good night. And then we we uh, got a few guys, um, like I said, the whole A lineup was had the day off. And then some of the B guys was off, and then we had all the rookies and all the guys that usually all the call ups and everything else for September yeah. playing. Yeah. So yeah. No,
3: Jeff, Jeff Francoeur had to play that day. He had to do H. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He, he had a. Can't r- you can't you hit like two homers that day? Didn't he? Yeah, he, he, like he that? hit one in the clincher. Yeah, and then,
3: so he's on fire. Yeah. He hadn't done anything the yeah. whole time. But Frank hit a three run homer, ran around the bases, ran up to the clubhouse, and threw up. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. He was drinking Jack and Coke. Oh, <laughs> and I know gosh. that because yeah. I was drinking with him. <laughs> but uh, and then and then I mean ten was just I, I know everybody will talk yeah. about eleven being the mischance, but ten was just kind of a dream for the franchise and this, you know, for sure with what you contributed in game six. Yeah. I I,
4: I think 10 was like when we, after we beat the Yankees, because it was such that like build up in 98, 99, you know, like, Mm -hmm. it was just like that crusher. We had to play the Yankees and they beat us, you know what I mean? Like, so, and 99 was the year I got drafted. And so it was like, um, I don't know. I still felt part, part of it, you know, even just because I had a Ranger uniform on, I mean, I was like, that's where I want to be, you know? So being an organizational guy, I'm like, so I saw it early, you know, in 98, 99, and then um, for us to get back. And, and I felt like that was our World Series, you know, like, I, I really do. Like, it was, and then we just, I felt like we kind of rolled in team-wise, like, um, a little flat, you know, like, in <clears throat> yeah. ten, you know, like, facing the Giants and their wild card team. We were like, we're going to steamroll these guys. And just kind of, you know, they they took us.
3: Yeah. 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 The, only, the only game, though, that World Series you guys won,
4: I think, yeah. I think you've started. Seven, yeah, seven and a third, seven two
3: three, something. Yeah. But g- game, you know, g- game six against the Yankees is famous because of the Feliz thing. But yeah.
4: you wanted to pitch that inning.
3: Yeah. You thought you I, were going to pitch that I told that Wash, inning. I
4: said, I'm going back out. And he's like, no, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we, hey, can do his thing. We got to <laughs> let, I got to get, let nephew in there. You know, <laughs> I said, Wash, I'm up because I was only like at 95 pitches or something or whatever it was. I was under 100. And I'm like, I'm like, it still gives me goosebumps. I'm like, you know, you hear your name getting chanted and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're just so psyched. You're like, I want to finish this thing. It's my game. You know, what I mean, I've given up one run, and that one run shouldn't even happen. Right. Because it was a breaking ball, instant replay. Now it would hit um uh gosh. Um
2: it was second base, it hit the was it the home No, game? it
4: was Alex was on A Rod was on, on third, and um, Swisher was up. And it was one, two count. So I threw like a back foot slider in it, and it, and it hit him. And he said it didn't. And it got by um, who was it? Nap? Napoli. Maybe, maybe Nap at the time. Or, or uh,
1: Tri-
3: Tri- Molina. Molina. It was Molina. Molina. It was definitely Molina. Yeah. Molina. Sorry. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Molina. And so Napoli was So Arod scores. And then I get then I get Swisher out, and and the inning's over because it was two outs. Mm-hmm. And so, but it definitely hit him. So I would have had first and third with two outs and that run didn't score. So, um, but yeah, team. that was the only run that I gave up. But yeah, I mean, it was like, I'm like, this is my game. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I want that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but he got the statue and I didn't. The so. <laughs> 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 way well, it goes, I guess. Right.
3: Those are the breaks. Right. <laughs> Those yeah. are the breaks. Yeah. Um, I, I know there's a managerial search and I, you know, clubs being
4: quiet about it, I was fine, but. Personally, I would love Wash to come back. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wash, Wash is awesome. Yeah, yeah. You can't, uh, you can't put a price tag on Wash's personality and and uh, and what he what he brings to the game. So especially what he brought to this organization. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like there's uh, um, certain guys that just change the atmosphere of just a locker room and a clubhouse and and um, and st- especially like the sport really, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, and that's one of them, you know, he's one of my favorites.
3: How, how well do you know Chris Young?
4: Good. Um, yeah. yeah, we played together. Right. right. And, um, and then, you know, of course, then he went throughout his career and stuff like that, but just getting together every once in a while. Um, Ron May. Like I remember we hooked up a couple different times uh, at his house, um, just when we were throughout pl- our playing career in, in Arizona and stuff like mm. that and having dinner or something like that. But um didn't really ever stay in touch throughout, but, um, I mean, he's just like, for me, like, it's super easy to talk to, you know, because, yeah. you know, we're teammates, you know? Right. So, um, it's a, a real easy, um, communication line.
3: Could you, could you tell at getting to know him that this was in his future that,
4: Oh yeah. I mean, well, just personality wise and like, and mm-hmm. how his brain works, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it just dives in. And when he, dives in on something um it's it's a thousand percent so um and i mean being a a player like um he's got that adrenaline and that and that fieriness to him that you know like like i'm not saying that like you know that any gm that didn't play or anything like that doesn't but yeah. like it's just a different atmosphere like when you know the game should go like a different way. You know what I mean? Like, because you've felt it and you've breathed it and Mm -hmm. been a part of it and stood on that mound or stood in that batter's box. And, and so, um, like I thought it was awesome when, you know, they were sharing the job, JD and him. And, and so that he brought one aspect and JD brought the other aspect. Um, but, um, you know, unfortunately, yeah. Partnership split, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I think it's great for the organization to have a guy that, that's been in the, in the, uh,
1: trenches, the I'm trenches.
4: Saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the word I was looking for. So, yeah. But yeah, it's good.
1: All right. Who
3: give, give me like three minor league prospects, pitching prospects that you really like that you've seen.
4: Um, well, I mean, of course we just, uh, we just got Kumar. So, um, I think he's needs some polishing, mm-hmm. like need some time on the mound. Um, um gosh who else We've got a couple uh younger guys and they can't can't i know they're. i'm still like seeing faces and getting yeah. to know a lot of these guys but um um but yeah like i like i watched i forget his name i watched him the other day and he's gonna be really good um just a big strike thrower and he's like 92 96 and so just kind of knows how to move the ball around um but yeah we got we got we got some guys that, that are in the wings. So wins right there, you know, yeah. like Cole Win, I like Cole a lot, uh, had a conversation with Dio and I did with him the other day. And, um, I think he kind of had the in between year, you know, mm-hmm. I think he kind of thought he was, um, you know, on track to be in the big leagues this year and just some things that just didn't go his way, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, with some walks and stuff like that. But I think this, this next year is going to be a, a big year for him. So, Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was the fourth youngest guy in that league at the start of the. Yeah, he's still twenty. Was he twenty one? Right, twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's when I broke in. I mean, gosh, you're you're still so like your head's going crazy. You know, like you stand on the mound and you're like, oh gosh, if I if I walk this guy right now, am I gonna get sitting down? You know what I mean? Like, and you put that so much pressure on yourself (laughs) instead of just allowing yourself to go out there and be like, this is the best stuff I got today, good, bad or ugly. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get another opportunity whether it's in triple A or the big leagues or whatever it is, like you just have to like lay your head on the pillow that night and, and wash it and wake up and start over, you know, like if you have bad game, that's it, you know? So, yeah.
3: Speaking of your early career, John Moore has some questions yeah, for I you. Yeah, I do the fun stuff. So okay, he this has been fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I told a great story. Shit. You did. The the, the seven ERA with ten wins.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so when you're when you worried about walks and all that kind of stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, you grew up in Baker do you in Bakerfield still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're in Bakerfield, California. You went to North Bakersfield High School. Yeah. Uh, did you play anything else when you were in high school?
4: No, my mom wouldn't let me. No. My dad played football. My my grandfather played football at USC and like just she, and he blew out both of his knees playing. And so she saw that, you know, and he had two knee replacements and all that kind of stuff. She's like, she says, Nope, not going to play. And, and I almost played my senior uh-huh. year, but yeah. I wind up having Tommy John. So she was going to let me play my senior year because our quarterback at the time was kind of in between a hurt. And so the football coach came to me and he's like, Hey, you ever throwing football? I'm like, heck yeah. I throw it all the time. <laughs> and, and I was like six two. So, yeah. you know, and our, and our quarterback uh-huh. at the time was a, a shorter guy, a smaller guy. So, um, and so, um, I was going to go out for summer camp and, uh, and then I wind up blowing out and uh-huh. that was my, that was my extended my football career. Uh-huh, right. uh-huh. So, yeah. Okay.
2: So you ended up at Bakersfield junior college, your little right. college you went to. So is that because of the blowout? I mean, did you have other schools looking at you out of high school? And so then- I had a
4: couple, like, you know, university of San Francisco, some like, you know, like teams, I was 88, my junior year, 88, 87, 88 miles an hour, somewhere around there. And so, um, wind up blowing out that, that off season. And then I, I think I had like, I shouldn't have even been throwing. I was like 10 and a half months out and I threw like six or eight innings my senior year. And so then I had that whole off season to recover and then went up to my local junior college, um, just because it was close to home. I mean, it was two and a half miles from my house. Right. And, and, uh, knew the coach really well and just a great guy. And, and so, Went up there and, and wind up hitting like 90 at the end of the year and still growing. I grew two and a half inches Mm. in, in college and put on like, I was 205 when I graduated. I was 220 when I, when I got drafted. So 15 pounds and, and, um, came back after like fall ball and, and working out and everything else. And we had like a little inter-squad game and throwing and, and, uh, coach Payton, our coach at the time uh says uh how how hard do you think you're throwing today i'm like i don't know coach 89 90 like how i finished last year you know he's like well you hit 97 so i was like well (laughs) that might open up some doors (laughs) so um that was uh that was that's how everything kind of got started so
2: so you were drafted 38th overall first round 1999 of the draft so I, this is the fun question I love to ask. It's not like it is today. How did you find out you'd been drafted? Where were you? How'd you find out?
4: My mom. <laughs> so my mom seems to. I I remember because my my grandma had the computer and she was live. They lived two blocks from us, and but I don't know why I remember this, but why well, I think I remember this way, and my mom remembers it the other way. But she says no, it was on our computer, so we had to wait for it because. There was no TV or no one nothing was televised. So you had to wait for like it to pop up and refresh it and pop up uh, to right. see where you're gonna get drafted. So so my agent had told me, like I think San Diego at the time was like they had two picks in in the actual first round, not the sandwich round. So right. it was like twenty fifth and twenty sixth or twenty third and twenty fourth or something, back to back. And my agent was like, Hey, they're taking you and and I was like, Sweet, get to in California, uh, your Padre, you know. Yeah. And and he goes, if not, he goes, Texas loves you. And they're going to take you at 38. And I'm like, I'm like, he goes, if you don't go. 23 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. yeah after that, you know, in between the 23rd and 38th, I was like, okay. So those two guys go. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, so waiting around, waiting around right now. Sure enough. Texas picked me and off we went. So.
2: Okay. So um, you made your major league debut April 1st, 2022. That means you in started no, no, no. In, in Oakland.
4: 2002. Yeah. 2002. Yeah. 2002. 2002, yeah.
2: Yeah, of course. Two thousand two. That's yeah. what I wrote. My zeros were horrible. <laughs> um, so you made it in April first. So that means you opened the year on the big league squad. Yeah. So how did you find? Who told you? Hey, you're going to start this year. So
4: um, who was the manager then? That's. It was G- uh, Jerry Naren at the time. Okay. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Because you came mm-hmm. out of the. No, it was Johnny? No. No. It was
3: Johnny's
4: was... last year one? Anyway, keep going. Anyway, so so <laughs> I threw in the last one of the last games before, you know, they come back to the ballpark and we got like two preseason games.
5: Yeah.
4: And then the, everybody kind of splits and goes to AAA or double AA, wherever you're going, you know? So well, I thrown super, super great against um, Tampa, like a week before that, right at the end of spring in in Tampa. And I threw like six innings and like after the reliever kind of gave it out, I came in and threw like six innings and was just, on fire and so that kind of pushed me all the way to the end of camp you know so i we i make the trip they let me allow me to make the trip to here and then i throw two more innings and i strike out like five guys and and until so nobody said anything it's like everybody's leaving tomorrow like like i'm like what's going on so i walk i'm <laughs> like so i call my dad he's like well just walk in there and like ask him like hey because my dad's on the way yeah I'm driving my truck and it's he's like, Well, I need to know either I'm going to Oklahoma City or like <laughs> to, or, Arlington. to Arlington. Like, At some you point know, I he's gotta like,
2: make the split up. Yeah, because because
4: he's like, I'm like ten hours out, you know, like I need to make the split here soon, you know? And so um I walked in there and and he said, Give us a minute. So um come back, tap me on the shoulder, say, like, Hey, skip one see. I said, Okay. So go in there, he's like, he goes, uh, uh tell your dad to just come on to Texas. It's like, cause you made the ball club. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I mean, I still get goosebumps over it, but, um, me <clears> too. <throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. So I go in and so I call, call my mom and everything else and, you know, welling up and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a good time.
2: I, I guess you came out of the pin. Was it opening? Day yeah. Or?
4: So then I came out of the pin and then like two and a half weeks later, three weeks later, I wasn't throwing enough. Yeah. And so they're like, we're sending you triple A AAA because yeah, we, went went you, a we want you, we want year. you to be a starter and I was yeah. like, okay go down, pitch well in A, and said, the next time we call you up, uh-uh. you're gonna be a starter. I said, okay. So go down <laughs> for like a month and a half, start. If somebody gets hurt, I get called up, stick me right back in the pen, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was like, so I was up for like 33 days and threw like three innings in 33 days. Oh God, oh, so, it's, it's no good. So, yeah, I know. So they're like, hey, go back down. So, and this was like in July, and so finished out August and started. And then when I got called up, I I think I made a couple starts in, in September. So,
2: And then after that, you had a decent time here. But Japan yep. was really where everything turned around for you before coming back. <clears throat> what was that like? I mean, Japan. That, Incredible. Incredible. I mean, I've yeah. heard, you know, we've talked to CJ Nikowski, who talked a little yeah. bit about, I mean, what, what was so different there?
4: Well, I mean, I think that for, for me and what was relaxing and my brother say the same thing and and it, it is a huge part of it, but it was like, that was my first time being able to go somewhere. And it's like, Hey, you're the guy guaranteed money. Go pitch. Yeah. And, and that's a huge relief. Mm-hmm. Like not only for me, but like knowing that my family's taken care of, like, like once I signed that deal, I was like, man, that's life changing money. Like, yeah. like I'm good. Like now just go do your thing. You know, you you've always been good enough. Now stop worrying about all the other stuff. Right. And trying to be like, Oh, well, if I don't pitch good, I'm going to, Get sent down because 'cause I'm still young, you know? Yeah. And then the fact that in in seven, uh two thousand seven, we had our son and I was like, it ain't about me and my wife anymore. I mean like I gotta I gotta you know, I gotta go for this little guy, you know? Yeah. So um and then yeah, just getting over there like it was just easy. You Any get weird treated food like you, you know anything? you get treated like a god. I mean it's like huh. like yeah and, and then yeah no 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 crazy food's like you get off the plane and um, uh, right there in in Tokyo, like, and uh, um, we stayed right there at the Shinagawa Prince, like the hotel and stuff. There was a TGI Fridays across the street, out back up the street. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it was pretty easy. We, um, I played with uh, Alex Ochoa, and uh, and he'd been there for like three, four years, right? And so Oach was like, "Hey, I got this, got this spot. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna take you to it." He's like. He's like it's gonna, I'm gonna surprise you. I'm like, okay. So, I just remember it being kind of like where uh, all the the real busy intersection was, whatever. But it was a uh, Mexican restaurant. We go down to this spiral staircase, and mariachi band, everything. Like it was awesome. I mean, it felt like it, I was like back in California. You know, and I was like, <laughs> like the food was great, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So every time I went back, I would always go to this Mexican place. Yeah, but yeah um but yeah you can find your spots to that you eat you know like and then um the funniest thing is always like when you go over there and get a donut or something like that you're like oh sweet a donut you know i want to like and it's just like barely any sugar on it. like i mean it's like just almost like dough you know so anything like when they come like like we have like uh krispy kreme donuts or whatever there's krispy kreme over there yeah they're like oh too much sugar you know like it's just that's just their their taste buds but yeah but yeah, that, maybe that's why and we're there
2: you travel by train, right? You didn't really Yeah,
4: yeah, the Shinkansen, yeah. That was super cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: that was Okay. Uh, yeah. uh,
3: but go ahead. What led you you were you had, had a series of injuries. Right. Was it like a minor league deal or and for uh, before? But Japan? yeah, like had to, to like to choose to go to Japan. What was the what were your options at that
4: point? So, I'd had a great year in the minor leagues and so um uh, um, so this is my baseball agent didn't even actually wind up getting me the job over there. So uh-huh. my, uh, financial advisor at the time, um, went to his high school reunion and ran into sholey that was scouting for, um, the Hiroshima Carp, And he's like, they get to talking. he's like, well, what clients you got, what clients you got? You know, he's like, he's like, well, we're actually looking at, uh, uh, this guy Colby Lewis because Shulson lives in Sacramento and that's where I was playing at the time for the river cats. And he's like, well, that's one of my clients. He's like, like, maybe I can talk to him, you know, like whatever. And so that's how that conversation actually got started for me to go over with it, with the carp. And so, um, but Kansas city Royals had picked me up at the time. Uh And so they had to release my contract. So I was with Oakland on that 10 day waiver period. Um, they picked me up and then I was like, I don't want to go in a camp again and be like, all right, there's forty-two guys in, in yeah. the camp trying to make fourteen spots here. You know, like this is gonna be nuts, you know? And or I can go to Japan and there's five million dollars on the table. Yeah, you know. So I'm like, <clears throat> let's let's easy. Do, yeah. Let's go do that for two years, you know, yeah. and see what happens, you know. So, um, but my wife did not want to go. <laughs> she was <laughs> Did she liking go. it over there? Yeah, over? she and then once she gets over there, she and then I get the the there's a couple of teams that are interested, but I went up signing here, of course. And she's like, Are you sure you want to go home? Because it's baseball's a little easier over here. Like, uh-huh. and and I don't mind it. Like we could stay, yeah. like it's no big deal, you know? And I'm like, No, we're going home and it's uh it's gonna be good. So and sure enough it was.
2: Well then obviously the great playoff runs and everything with Texas. Right. What is your favorite, your greatest memory of all of them? Is it game six? Oh is yeah. It, is that it? Yeah. <clears throat> Now, I, now, I'm a different perspective. You were in the clubhouse or you were in the media, you were in the, the press box where I am now. Yeah. But back then, I was sitting up in that third deck. I yeah. was there. I know how wild and crazy it was out yeah. in the stands. Could you feel it? I mean, oh,
4: yeah. No, I'm like, look like at Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, um, Legit. yeah. Yeah. So, um, I very rarely have I ever, especially later in my career when I was on the mound, it was like, it sounds so corny. Like, like when you're out there, but a lot of guys say the same thing. It's like, you hear the crowd, but you don't, Right. you know, like it's like the Kevin Costner thing, you know, clear clear the mechanism, you know, know? (laughs) but it, it's, it's similar in that aspect, but that game, like I had to step back and act like I was tying my shoe because it was just that big of a moment. And I wanted to, I wanted to take it in. Like it was the seventh inning or whatever, or eighth inning that everybody was chanting my name, you know, and it yeah. was like, man, you got to like, you got to, you got to soak this up for a second. Oh yeah. Cause it's, you don't know everything. You never, you never know when it's going to happen again, you know? Yeah. So.
2: Oh, it was great. Yeah. And so. I was, I mean, 74, I went to my very first Ranger game. So for me, this was a long, my dad had passed away. Yeah, I mean, and I was, my wife's up there with me. I had big old tears in my eyes yeah. too. Like yeah. you're yeah. saying, I'm like, you don't understand. Yeah. I mean, we're going to the world <clears> series. Like, yeah. That was awesome. Okay. So. Let's get into some fun stuff at home. Food. What's your favorite food? What do you love to eat?
4: Um, your big steak fi- guy? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, Probably, I don't know, grilled chicken a lot. We eat a lot, of like, but bone in. Like, okay. Yeah, one of my buddies like, you know what I love about the Lewis's? They eat a lot of uh, meat in their bones. I mean, they have a, <laughs> a lot of bones in their meat. You know, like, so, like, I don't know. I like a lot of, like, like, bone in. Stuff. Okay. So yeah, like right. I just feel like. Are you it's a cook, more. or is your wife a good cook? Um, uh, no, she's a great cook. She's an excellent cook. Um, she cooks for our, our family. We <clears> we try to with things, you know, club volleyball and yeah, going yeah. There racing yeah. and yeah. lessons here, and going here and going there. But we try to at least three three to four days a week we have sit down and, and eat. Do, y- so.
2: do y'all do any fast food running around?
4: Um, the kids do like you know like after school my son, Kate will be like, Hey, I need a snack, you know, like, and it'd be like, cause he's growing or whatever. And so you run him through like McDonald's or Taco Bell or whatever else like that and get a burrito and, and call it good. But, um, yeah, as fast as those metabolisms run, I need a little bit of that.
2: So, <laughs> so, so what's the best home cooked meal that you have and who cooks it? I mean, like a uh,
4: favorite. Oh, my, my wife's like, yeah, for sure. Um, the best one, she does this like ranchy chicken. That's like, yeah. So it's like, um, she gets, uh, it's, of course, it's, like, big thighs, bone-in thighs. And then she gets, like, a bag of, uh, you know, like, um, Lay's ranch chips and crushes them all up. And then, you know, you get your egg batter, and then she kind of puts it in that. And then Ooh. she bakes, bakes them in the it's oven. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so you can super, tell. I don't, yeah. I don't miss
2: many. Yeah, so that's, I- that's
4: that's probably my, my daughter's favorite as well. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. uh, yeah. But she makes these, like, uh, my son loves these, uh, like, uh, teriyaki meatballs she makes. Like, she yeah, she's got, like, this, she loves cooking. Yeah. Good. And your your son's still
2: racing? He's doing. Yeah.
4: So we kind of slowed down a little bit just with um he changed schools from last year to this year, and so now he's in a public school, so we can't miss as many days. Yeah. Um, he's growing a bunch. Um, yeah, and just I mean overall, just trying to figure out what he really wants to do. You know, yeah. because racing's racing, and like, I mean, you can race your whole life, but it's like, it's tough. I wanted to him race, have, uh, yeah. I wanted to have some sort of direction where he needs. Like, uh, Case. if he really wants to become a welder or whatever, because that's what he, he says. He wants to fabricate and, yeah. you know, work on race that's cars. What my stuff. son wants to do. Yeah. He loves that. Yeah. And so, um, so I told him, I said, um, let's try to pick up another sport. You know, I said, and you know, I, you can go up to Bakersfield college and, you know, go through welding classes and get your certificate and then stay a couple more years, let him grow a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then, um, if you want to go back East, because that's the team that he races for right now is, um, out in Indiana. Uh huh. And so they they told him already, already. He's like, "You're got a job anytime you want to come back after that's you graduate." Cool. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice.
2: All right. I got two more. We're gonna get out of here before I yeah. get to the last one. That's good. I always got to ask a retired pitcher because it's easier to ask this question once it's done.
4: Uh-huh.
2: What's the home run you gave up? That was the who hit the bomb off of you? I mean, the one and how far you think it went? Like everyone has one where you hung something or and somebody just tattooed it.
4: Um. Sosa hit me, one off me here, Sammy. Um, and so it was so funny, but I got another one that, that I'll tell you, told me, I mean, all these guys are guys that hit 500 plus homers. You know what I mean? Sure, I'm like, yeah, I mean, i like, they're supposed to hit homers, right? So that's, that's the way I chalk it up. Like you know, when you hang one or and whatever and they hit it 600 feet, you know, you're like, well, eh, that's what they should do. You know, like So like, as long as it's not, you know, three run homer, right? You right, know, it's like, exactly. all right, all right whatever, homers. you know, solo homers, right? Well, this one, he hit a grand slam, Sammy did. And so I'd faced him the week before. They brought me in with Oakland when I was with Oakland in 2007. Bases loaded, bring me in, throw four fastballs, fouls went off, throw. And this is still when I was throwing the ball well. It was like 95, 96. And throw it right by him. Get it out of the inning, right? So come back and face the same situation. Come in, bases loaded here at the ballpark. And um, I get behind on him and it's like 3-1, and I'm like, I don't care. I was like, I threw a fastball by him last time, and he freaking caught it, and it hit off like one of the number, like Johnny Oates' <laughs> sign up there. Like, but, yeah, but I'm like, ah, well, you know, I mean, you're behind 3-1, you know what I mean? You, it wasn't an 0-2 count, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, he knows a is coming, so.
3: <laughs> there are too yeah. many home runs hit on yeah. 0-2 counts. yeah Tommy so, hit one, too? Yeah,
4: so, we, I, like, Tommy kind of always had my number two, and this is when he was with Minnesota, but, so, first at bat, I try to blow him up in, you know, threw a bunch of stuff in and broken bat. And I forget who it was. Mitch was playing off the bag and it barely squeaks over the bag. And he only gets a single out of it because he couldn't run. He's a little older. But, um, so next at bat, I'm like, all right, I get ahead, fastball in. I throw a sinker away, fouls it off. And I'm like, I, he hadn't seen a, a curveball yet. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to backdoor a curveball. I'm like thinking no chance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. It's like a one, two count. So I'm like, nobody on. I'm like, I'm going to backdoor curveball. And it's like, I felt like it was a great backdoor curveball. And he goes, just steps across the plate, whack, and hits at Oppo in Minnesota. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. (laughs) I'm standing on the mound. I'm like, I can't get this dude out. So no matter what I was throwing. So yeah, but, but, uh, yeah, I get, I get asked that question a lot. Like my, the boys up at our local junior college, yeah, they ask me all those questions. Yeah. Who's the hardest hitter? And I'm like, all of them. I mean, they're all, (laughs) they're all hard. Yeah. But coming up, when I came back from Japan was who was a tough out for me when he was younger was um, Cole Calhoun. Like oh. I, yeah, he yeah, Cole would always I feel like man, he was an out and around guy when he was younger, kinda like he'd hook everything. I could never get the ball in enough on him. Um, he felt like uh, he beat me up pretty good <laughs> when he was younger. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: All right, last question. And this is funny, you'll love some of the answers you hear from your former GMs and all of that. <laughs> What's something nobody knows about Kobe Lewis? John Daniel. He has uh, lucky underwear that he used to wear on planes. Oh, when yeah. he goes on airplanes, he has a pair for the plane ride and one for the plane ride back. Chris Young is really into the
4: true uh, crime, right?
2: True crime documentaries. Oh, when yeah. He needs yeah. to unwind. He loves the true crime documentaries. Yeah, What's yeah. something nobody knows about Kobe Lewis?
4: I like those docs too. Um but um I don't know, when I was playing, I felt like uh um, I'd always bring my my own pillow on the road. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, and I, and I put a black pillowcase on it so I never forget it. So, because you know, all everywhere you go and the nicer hotel rooms. It's everything's white. Right. Yeah, so, sure. so I was like, well, I can't, you know, put a white pillowcase on it. Otherwise I forget it. So I put a black pillowcase on it, a tempur pillow. I was traveled with my own tempur pillow. So it was the same one I had, same style at home is the one I brought on the road. So I would sleep better. So I don't know. I mean like maybe, <clears throat> maybe that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah.
3: Okay. Speaking of the road, Pfizer hotel, Milwaukee,
4: 2000. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hear it. Okay. So yeah, I could, the yeah Pfizer's it's, haunted, it's the crazy. It's it. crazy. I could show it like, so everybody thinks that, you know, whatever, I mean, you're going to, everybody's going to have their stories of it, you know, ghost stories are true or if they're not, or if you've actually seen it or not, yeah. but you see what you see in the, in it is what it is. So, um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get, I think you can go under the the Pfister or whatever it is, uh, Pfizer Hotel and, and, uh, see, you know, like the, the Wikipedia on it and and my name's on it or whatever. But, (laughs) uh, yeah. No, I mean, I went to bed. I was pitching the next day and it was a day game. Day game. So I always crushed like a ton of water, like, especially Mm -hmm. leading up. Like, I just, my always my thing. I still, my wife always, and my brother says the same things. I don't know how much, I don't know how you can drink, consume so much water. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, um, so, well, when that happens for me anyways, like, like I get up like two or three times in the middle of the night, yeah. you got you gotta go pee. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like the second time I've gotten up, like, so I go to bed at like eleven, eleven thirty after the night, in the the night game, wake up after the second time, go back, to, go back to sleep. And that's when I have this dream that I'm in, that it's, I'm in my room, but so somebody's knocking on my door. So I go to the door and open it up. There's nobody there. Right. Go back, lay down, but I'm dreaming this. Go back, lay down. Somebody knocks on the door again. I go out to the door and nobody's there. And I'm like, this is dumb. So I kind of back up and then I see a shadow like under the door, right? And I kind of look underneath like I'm dreaming this. and look under, there's nothing there, but the shadow's there. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go back to sleep, right? In my dream. Right. So um, when I turn around to go back to go sleep in my dream, I hear, you know, like all the hotel rooms have the latch, you know, like the the extra latch on top. Uh -uh. I hear the latch squeak back and forth, turn around. And it's like the Grim Reaper style, like hood, you know, no scaffold, you know, (laughs) (laughs) nothing like that. And so he like lifts his head up. And all I see is like that, you know, like missing skull, kind of like half part. And it goes, like right at me like this. And then like, you're falling out of a building, right? <laughs> like, and you and, and I'm like in my dream, I'm like, whoa, oh, like it wakes me up, right? Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I'm laying there. I'm like, open my eyes and he's like, right there. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I'm like, nope, but I'm like, I close my eyes. I'm like, I'm like this ain't happening. Nope, uh, <laughs> nope, this ain't happening. So I open my eyes up again. And now he's a little further away, just kind of backing him up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, reach over, turn the light on, Cole. Reach over, turn the light on. Right. And I'm like, pumping myself up. Reach over, turn the light on. Nothing's nothing's there. Yeah. And then I look at this is I look at the picture on my wall that's in there. There's like a couple of trees. And you could it look like the trees were kind of moving a little bit. And I'm like, no <laughs> chance right now. Right? And so I'm like, so I reach open for, uh, uh, the drawer right here, grab the Bible, turn the TV on, right? And I'm like, you know, I like, just start just reading. I'm just like, just I'm just random stuff. I'm just like, I'm like, so turn the volume up on TV. I'm like, I'm like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So I'm still like, my drilling's going. So I just like, like get up and I walk, you know, like down the lobby, come back. And then I wound up going back to bed, and that was it. But, I mean, it was, yeah, like, scared the crap out of me, so, yeah. Okay, so, but. So, I was doing something that, that like, the devil was literally trying to, like, scare the crap out of me. Like, something something was going on. I don't know what it was, but. He making well, how'd point. how'd you
2: hear
3: about this? Well, I was there. Okay. Yeah, he was well, making I mean, a point. I it was you? You were the one ball doing ball it? Ball yeah, he was on at your yeah. door and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. day game against Giovanni Gallardo, and what did you, eight scoreless, and you had an RBI? No, double. I had,
4: I was eight, I was uh, eight innings, two runs, I gave two solo shots to Prince. Oh, no, I don't remember. And like 12 punch, 11 or 12 punch outs, two hits, two RBIs. And then I wound up getting, and then the, you got pitcher of the week, pitcher of the week, because the week, before, the game before that, it threw seventy shutout or something.
3: Yeah, you got that was like the, that was like that great stretch. Where you guys won eleven or twelve in a row. We won a lot. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it was when Hamilton was player of the month yeah. in July and was just out of his mind. Yeah, yeah, so.
4: Anyway, anyway I thought and I'd he told that
2: you all the story or something or what did you?
4: Yeah, we yeah. talked to him about it. Yeah, so, so. but nah. next day, you know, I mean, I was, I mean, I'd always try to go to chapel as much as I could if mm. I wasn't working out or running or do, doing right. something know, right on a Sunday. So the next day in chapel, I like, I grabbed the the, the pastor. I was like, hey, dude, we got to pray, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, whatever's happening right now, like he's attacking me for some reason. So, <laughs> I'm but yeah, yeah, too. yeah, I'd yeah, yeah. So. All
2: right. Anything else? No. Yeah, no. I
4: appreciate it, guys. It's awesome. Yeah. This. Hey, you guys got a great setup, by the way. Thank so, you. So, appreciate everybody, guys. Like you guys. Roxo work. Media yeah, here. Yeah. These
2: guys have a fun place for us here. Yeah. Kobe, thank you so much, man. It's so yeah. great for you to come in and join us here in studio. Kobe Lewis, guys, Texas Ranger, great, and now since uh, a uh, special assistant to the general manager. In fact, I saw Kobe out at. Uh, I don't even know if you remember this. It wasn't this year. Last year, you were ta- talking to Matt Watley. In the oh, yeah. well, in the yeah, bullpen, yeah. and I came and sat next to you. This is before him and I had gotten together, and I was like, "That's Kobe Lewis," you know. And, <laughs> I, was here and I was doing the old. I was with another group then. Okay. Uh, you do remember that, okay? Right. Perfect. You were there, but the conversation between him and Matt—that's what was so fascinating. They weren't talking strategy. They weren't talking that, He was just like, "How are you? What do you need? What are you doing?" And I remember going, "Wow, he's just here. He's like taking you know, care of his guys. Taking yeah. care of his guys, man. Taking care of the guy that takes care of his guys because Matt Wiley yeah. is." Very popular among pitchers in the minor league. Oh, they, yeah. they love that yeah. guy. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. That Thanks once again for Colby coming in. He's at Do It For Duret. You can still go to Do It For Dirt even though it's over. You can buy stuff there. There's going to be ways to donate. Dot
4: com. Yep. Do yep.
2: It For Dirt.com. Do that. Colby, thanks, sir.
4: Appreciate you, guys. Thanks, All right, guys.
2: to kobe lewis for dropping in here with us but now we're going to go down in the bus leagues we can talk a little bit about minor leagues if not obviously the season's over a couple yeah. of things going on we're yeah, yeah, yeah. leagues going on
3: right right and uh pulled a picture of luis angel lacuna there he's done well he's done well for for the first week or two weeks he's in 300 uh three home runs he's i think he i think he leads the team in a bat so he's playing a lot um for the surprise saguaros saguaros yep and um yeah, you know, the Rangers have nine guys on that team, and uh, they're they're not all playing every day. You know, right. uh, like Jace easily only has two at bats, I think. But um, you know, the the, bi- the big name, at least for our purposes, is Kumar Rocker, who who rebounded nicely in his second outing, went two scoreless, uh, uh, walked two, gave up a gave up a hit. But
2: I heard it was a CNI singles. What I heard. Well, yeah, it, was, it was
3: it was much better than his debut, which was still a scoreless inning, but he walked three and was like eighteen of twenty. Nineteen of twenty-eight pitches were balls, so right. You know, it was obviously, I don't know, nerves, something. Right. But it, it got better, you right. know, and everybody's like, after one inning, was like, oh, he's he's got to be a closer, and it's like, <laughs> come on, man, give him a chance. Uh. So anyway, and Cody Cody Freeman, the catcher, who's uh, we we talked about last week, he's having a good little good little season there too. So, um. It's interesting. I asked, you know, like, why why, did, why did Acuna? Acuna did miss a for the month. So, he had a few at-bats to catch up on. But right. Aaron Zavala sure didn't. You know, he, he played a full season. It's right. just, you know, keeping him at a high level, maybe even a little higher level, which may portend to where they're placed to start next year or, or something like that. So I, He's my
2: sleeper. I think he's going to be in the big leagues next year. Well, You're not going to make the team. Don't get me wrong. He's <laughs> not making it out of spring. They don't have the 40-man spot for it right Yeah. Now. But I'm saying that's a guy I think that's gonna end up in the big leagues. Yeah,
3: but he and uh, Trevor Hover's out there and I think Trevor Hover's Haver, been doing okay. I think he has like seven walks, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's just kind of his deal. Those two his, are
2: his thing is position, right? He doesn't really have a place to play. Yeah,
3: I think I think he's gonna be an outfielder. So he was
2: an infielder coming up, right?
3: Yeah. Well, it was kind of a split decision, but right. yeah. Um but yeah, now he's pretty much set on, on on being an outfielder. But you know, if he can come in and help you out at second base or first base or something for a couple innings, and great.
2: Well, I tell you what, uh, Jim Callis wrote something, too. I don't know if you saw the little blurb he wrote about. Is it Harris that they think might win the the Rookie of the Year? Uh, yeah, and, and, from the yeah, from the Braves. From the Braves, who might win Rookie of the Year. And someone said, kind of said, you know, who's, who's the next guy? He's really not there. All of a sudden, he might make your top 100, but could be a potential Rookie of the Year. And he compared uh, Evan Carter. And is that so, right? He said Evan Carter is a guy that reminds him of Harris, of somebody that – could jump into the top 100, maybe mid mid there, get a chance, get into the big leagues. He's young and end up being a rookie of the year, that kind of a player. He compared him to Harris. Uh, uh, you know, Jim Callis, formerly... Come on this show. That's right.
3: Former guest. Jim Former Nels. guest
2: on the show from MLB Pipeline. So that's, a, I mean, that's look, interesting. it was pretty neat. It was like yesterday. I saw it on a tweet or something that, that someone did. Um, instructional leagues, they've been in town all week. They, well, they've been around. They've, they've been, been, in, been in the region. Yeah. yeah. They've been in the region. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: So yeah, it's, they're done in Arizona. Right. Uh, and they, they banded together a group of teams. I think it's about 43 guys, as, as I recall off the roster. Uh, they went to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Two games at Arkansas, and then tonight they're at Global I Field against TCU. Um,
2: Tickets are available if you want to go. Well, you're not going to see this. This is going to be over by the
3: time you see. But if you want to send us ticket money, we'll take it. But, yeah. <laughs> um, he, uh, they're 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 zero four. Right. I mean, this was expected. Sure. This is this is a really young team, and the you know these are great programs that they're playing oh yeah they're uh, playing college powerhouses and um they're they're just better teams right now and then you know there' have been good moments you know sure. uh, uh Jose de Jesús uh who was signed with Anthony Gutierrez uh he's he's played well Gutierrez has played well uh you know there have been some 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 good moments you know but the scores have been like ten to two ten to four eight to two eight to four and, right. and <clears throat> That's just as the they've been competitive early. So like when the a, a decent starter has been in the game, and then when he gives way, and then at the end of the games they're throwing seventeen and eighteen year olds. So yep. you know, it, it really is like you know like a fourteen year old team playing a nine U team in, yes. some, in some instances. So, um, but it's a good experience, right? You know they've had crowds. The Arkansas uh, Arkansas was a good atmosphere. The you can go google and, and there's reports from a couple different out, outlets yeah you know who are who are uh pretty into arkansas baseball so um yeah it, it's it's just a good learning experience they get a, a lot of these guys and this is a this is a legitimate deal the the guys who come from the dominican summer league they play only day games right and there's no no crowds ever right and so, and Acuna mentioned this uh, in a story I did uh, on him uh, a while back. It's an adjustment. These guys have to make an adjustment to playing at night and to, and to playing in, uh, in in front of crowds. And, and Julio Pablo Martinez also mentioned that. I mean, they're, it's an adjustment for these guys. And so um, it, it's, it's an interesting aspect, but they're getting exposure to it. You know, they're, sure. they're playing. The games have started in the afternoon but finished at night, so – you know, and these these college ballparks are, are nice. You sure, know, they're they're as good as the minor league stadiums they're going to be playing in, if not better. And then tonight in Global life Field, I think that's just kind of a reward for these guys, kind yeah. of a carrot, dang a little carrot out for them, and say, hey, this is this is a this is a possibility.
2: Yeah, and and the it, and, and it's remember when we've talked about Jack Leiter and how Jack Leiter yeah. went from pitching in the SEC, which is probably one of the best baseball conferences, he gets to Double A, and the hitters are just. You know, a guy he would face that would bat third for Mississippi State is now batting eighth for whoever and doing that. This is just the opposite. These college teams that are good are now playing these kids that are basically high school age and freshman college age. That's what this instructional league is. Yeah. These are the babies. Yeah,
3: I mean, there, there every are-
2: once in a while, like a Zavala was on there last year. He was a right. college kid. They were just trying to get him some more bats after he, he sure. didn't sign for a while. But most everybody on there are these very young kids. Yeah, and the Rangers do them. have
3: some some older guys, and they've they're the ones who've had success. Um, but right, um, as you'd expect. So, but it's you know,
2: so TCU will probably spank them a little bit tonight. But yeah, it'll be we fun do- to play in the big stadium.
3: If you find these results, you're like, "Oh my god, the Rangers farm system is not as good." No, no, no. This is totally expected. The Rangers were expecting this to happen. Absolutely. And it's just about experience and kind of a and get in the states and
2: travel around and and do a little things in the in the states for and some of these even the kids that are just out of high school that are from America. This is pretty cool. Yeah, you get to go and, and
3: none of none of the high school draft. Debuted this year, so this is kind of their debut. This so, is their debut, and yeah. it's fine.
2: So before we get out of here on that, what are some some positive trends? You're going to be doing something. Tell me about yeah,
3: that. yeah. Friday on the farm uh, this week is I kind of looked at some. They ended up mostly being positive trends. I mean the 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 farm system is trending positively. Right. Um, there are a couple negative ones in there, but um, the a, a big one, and the reason it's Ricky Zvala or Ricky Venasco behind the, us. Venasco, yeah. Is uh, because there, were, the Rangers avoided catastrophic injuries this year. Sure, yeah, you know, there were injuries to some it's, guys who weren't their top prospects. Right. The the most significant in, injury was honestly Josh Young. Right. And we all saw how that turned out. So, right. um, but what uh, the the player development and the medical staff did a great job getting guys ready for the season, minimizing injuries. They were ultra ultra cautious. They aired on the side of caution whenever somebody came up with something like. You know, Jack Leiter had to be, they shut him down for two weeks because his arm was a little tired. And, uh you know, Dustin Harris probably could have played, but his wrist was hurt. So why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh just little things like that. But, um and then also in Ricky's case, guys who were hurt last season and didn't pitch or had a significantly reduced amount of time got through their seasons. Yes. You know, they, you know, they, it wasn't always pretty at times, <clears throat> for for some of them maybe. But, but he got
2: the innings he needed.
3: Vanasco, TK Roby, Evan Carter. Yes, you know it was it was, it was a huge one. Uh, Ryan Garcia coming back. I mean, I know I'm leaving out a bunch They're in the story, but um, that's so when you you know you when you think of Rangers past no, sh- shoot, you think of 2019. Oh God! They had three guys who had Tommy John surgery. Yeah. So I mean, it's like you know, including Owen White, right. Owen White and Mason Angler. Uh, Tommy John and I think uh, there was a there was another one in there Alex Spees maybe he might have been 2018, but anyway, right a lot of a lot of big arm injuries in recent Rangers past and they they were able to avoid that and that just helps player development. It gets all these guys reps. It keeps them on a timeline that the Rangers have in mind for when they make their major league debut. Right. So um, this is a this is a really good that's a very positive trend. And then, and I think I did four positives and two negatives, as I recall. So anyway, check it <laughs> out. Give it all away. You gotta That's right. In. You got to go to rangersday.com, five ninety nine a month, not. $60 for a year. And there's a $35 option for six months that somebody took advantage of yesterday. Uh, it'll carry you all the way to uh, shoot opening day now. Yeah. Um, get you through all the off season. So anyway, rangersday.com, subscribe. Uh, it's the off season. Yeah. But here we are doing our show. Yep. I have... Uh, I've written every day of the off season, which I got probably I'm, isn't going to continue. I got to lie. I need, I'm running out of stuff, but, uh, there's a lot, there's just a lot with a baseball Well, just
2: team. when you think there's not something to write about every there day, is. if there is news, you'll write about
3: it. Yeah, exactly.
2: And, and you'll, yeah. you'll pump them out quick like that. And I've got my top 10 that'll be, I'm finishing That's up. Right. I've already started it. Um, Ricky Zavala, who, I mean, Ricky. (laughs) I did it. Yeah, you did it. it. Yeah, Ricky Vanasco, who, if you've you've seen 20 through 11, he wasn't on there. He's obviously not in the top 10, not because he's not a top talent. Ricky, uh, just what I was, I have something to write about him in there because there were a few that dropped off at the beginning of the year and the reason why they're not in there and why it doesn't really mean anything. It's good reasons why they're not there. There are just some kids Mm -hmm. that just jumped up still doesn't mean Ricky vanasco isn't a isn't a major league baseball player I think yeah. he is yeah I mean this, he, he's his velocity's back up at the end it was down a little bit now it's up yeah. anyway anything else
3: no uh subscribe to the YouTube channel subscribe to uh Rangers today and uh till then that's yeah. it till then That's it we'll see you at the yard
2: guys.
0: Roxo Media House.